The Fat Boy Show. From Westlife, a beautiful song called Alone Together. Oh, I see. So that's where they ended up? Hmm? Alone Together? Because almost 10 years ago, they were asking the question, I don't know where, I don't know why, I don't know where they are. Well, there they are, alone together. Right here on The Fat Boy Show, it's myself, Fat Boy, here with Sarah, who's now here to tell us what's popping. What's popping? Hey, Sarah, how you doing? I'm good, Fat Boy. How are you? Are you a fan of Westlife? I used to be. You used uh, to be. Back in high school, you used How to many have... nights did you spend crying into your pillow listening to music from Westlife? <laughs> wishing that you could find a love so pure, the love that they would sing about in their songs. Believe it or not, I got my first heartbreak in uh, my S. No. No. Yeah, in my S. No. In your what? <laughs> Say it. <laughs> my S6 vacation. S6 vacation. Yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, but did you recover or did you go on a quest for, you know, revenge? revenge. For vengeance. No, no, no. From I'm that point onwards. I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. I'm a healer. I'm a natural. And I love to just spread sunshine and love. So I take my pain mm-hmm. and turn it into butterflies and rainbows and sunshine. You know, sometimes I wish I were, I had the mentality of a woman because uh, being a woman is very convenient because, you know, here's how a woman thinks is that if one guy lets her down, she assumes she just found one rotten apple and for as long as she waits, another better one will come along. And that is how it And 10 be. more guys will come along and play the same games and the same tricks and you're still going to believe that somewhere out there, there's someone that's different. For us guys, all it takes is... Small, small heartbreak. One girl. Small, small. One girl sets the tone yeah, for how we view <laughs> ladies for the Come rest of on, our lives. You guys have mummy. <laughs> so, in other words, it's so in other words, so our default position is unless otherwise or unless proven otherwise, mm-hmm. we assume to be exactly like the other one. No. So yeah, so you've got uh, a lot on your plate, ladies. If uh, you want to enter a man's life, he's <laughs> assuming that you're just as sketchy as the one that played him the last time. You know what men need. What? Therapy. We do, don't we? And you know who's <laughs> offering it for free? Who? Justin Bieber. How? He's offering uh, worth uh, 3 million US dollars of free online therapy. Yeah? Yes, and he did share this information with his fans. I Justin Bieber of all Justin people. Justin Bieber of all people. You know, that is so strange. Uh, mm-hmm. What would he know? Well, okay, maybe, you know, his lifestyle. I'm sure he's dealt with his fair share of, you know, uh, stress and yeah. uh, hardship. And so, yeah, so maybe he has some experience with mental illness and, uh, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. But uh, to say that he can therefore offer you therapy, that's a bit of a stretch. It's not. You're not getting therapy from him. He's partnering with an online platform called Better. Help and uh, like I said, it's worth three million US dollars. So he's offering his fans one month free, and you can use this or you can, you know, give your your, your services or your turn to you know or share it with your friends and family who need you know the help. And uh, for you, fat boy, I would highly recommend. Perhaps you need to talk so, to a therapist. <laughs> uh, but I have actually, I About have uh, heartbreak. I have spoken to a therapist before and. To me, like in hindsight, I would have to say that uh, for me personally, it did nothing. Maybe it does something for other people. But for me, I felt like it did nothing. And I ended up having Mm. to find my own path towards, you know, mental clarity. Mm. Because, you know, I remember sitting there and they they just ask you meaningless questions that seem to go nowhere. Meanwhile, the clock is ticking and they're billing you by the hour. No, that is not how therapy works. 
And how long did you do it, if you don't mind me asking? After two weeks, I was done. You see? I had a couple of sessions and I'm like, ah, this is not for me. I come sit here and start talking to you. You, I don't even know you. You said And I'm telling you all my stuff. The thing about therapy and what makes it work is that you have to talk when you want to talk, not when you are being made to talk. So it's, it's, you, you well, know if you're charging moment. me by the hour, I am being made to talk. I mean, I have no choice because if I don't talk, my money will be flushed down the toilet. So I better make use of my time and my money by paying and, uh, and talking. And so, you know the thing about, that I learned about therapy, because I have been in therapy as well, it's that you're not there to be given answers. You're there to find the answers on your own. So when you go to your therapist and you're ranting and talking about all your problems and all your frustrations... In that moment, you start to get the epiphany on perhaps, one, you either overreacted, perhaps it's not that serious, perhaps you start coming up with your own solution. So that is what therapy is about. It's about allowing you... So did it help you? Did therapy help you? This is why I spread sunshine. Are you sure you're not just compensating? No, I'm not compensating. For the hollow, empty, dark soul you have in your, in that void? I must admit, I do have moments when I do relapse. You know, when you meet somebody new and you think it's going to work out and then it doesn't work out. Haven't you ever seen this uh, meme? It's like, yeah. it's a picture of a smiling person and uh-huh. the caption says, this is the face of depression. Yeah, I've seen it. You've seen it. I've and seen I think it. it was a picture of, it had on Robin Williams. Yeah. It had a bunch of famous people that were known to have killed themselves from depression and yet they were in the business of spreading love and joy so I don't know so I sometimes wonder if people who do that do so to compensate for you know what's missing I think some people do I honestly believe some people do and uh, it's especially people who always hold back on talking about what is actually bothering them. I'm the kind of person who will just talk to anybody who cares to listen about my frustration. No, but I'll tell you. Okay, <laughs> and so. And my rantings. Because <laughs> I want to put it out there in the universe. It's kind of like casting my burdens onto, you know, Jesus. Like, yeah. you deal with it. You, this is how I'm feeling. So you deal with that. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. And perhaps it may not be true for everyone. But for me, it was. For me, the thing that delivered me from my depression mm-hmm. was finding a purpose. Oh, really? Finding a purpose that was gratifying to myself. Uh, because I think uh, before that, I don't really feel like I, I, I had found it. And so even as I was undergoing therapy, you know, and they keep telling you, oh, things will get better. You'll feel better. You don't really see that happening, you know. And because you don't really have much of a purpose, you end up overthinking the thing that's causing you yeah. to feel depressed. Yeah. Uh, but then when you get a purpose, you find a purpose. Guess what happens? You don't even have time to think about those things. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I do know what you mean. But then again, you see, when you find your purpose, it could be in your work, it could be in your career, it could be in your kids. But yes. then again, that could be another route to escape what is actually bothering you or what is stressing you out. Because this is the thing, you can't always run away from your problems. Sooner or later, it's going to catch up with you. Sooner or later, you're going to fall in love again. And uh, maybe this person is going to leave you or break your heart or not. Or sooner or later, your fantastic job or career is going to meet, you You know, you're going to get some humps along the way. Mm-hmm. And then how do you deal with those things when those things happen? You see, so you have to be aware of your triggers and how to deal with your problems when they arise. You know, don't just shield them and throw a 
pretty blanket over them by saying I found my purpose. It's important to find your purpose. Yeah. Well, I like I like what you're saying. You're, you're making you're when, making good points. Yeah. You are you are making good points, and I think this is a, a much deeper. There's a much deeper conversation that needs to be had, Absolutely. which I think is uh, too limited by this segment because <laughs> people are here to hear the gossip. Eh? They want the sleaze. They don't want. Uh, so anyway, in a nutshell, Justin Bieber is offering his fans free therapy sessions and uh, it's from the website that is called BetterHelp. You probably have seen their ads on Instagram. I've seen them a lot on Instagram. And uh, yeah, you can sign into the website and register and start your free counseling. And he's offering it not only just to his fans, but also to his team that is working with him on his Justice World Tour. Wow. Well, uh, I guess, you know, it's it's a good deed. Can't take that away from him. Absolutely. So, hey, much props to Mr. Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else is popping? Russell Wilson. Oh, <laughs> him and Sierra. Now yes. what? Uh, now he was talking about... Um, how he vibed Sierra, like his pickup line that got her, you know, that, that you know, cuffed her. Is that the word that they use? Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so he was uh, featuring on uh, Kevin Hart's uh, Laugh Out Loud radio show. And then somebody asked him, so how were you able to vibe Sierra? How are you able to, you know, make her yours? So <laughs> Russell Wilson, he said that uh, he had a wallet. So he had a wallet of his that he had for a very long time and it was very frail and, you know, you know, torn up and old. So he had put it on the table. So when she sees the wallet, she asks him, this is the wallet? Then she said that you're losing with this. So then he says to her, you know what? You just listen. Mm -hmm. Just listen. I have the audio clip. All right. What was the line that got her to go out on a date with you? Mm. Well, uh, first, uh, first of all, you know, I had this Come wallet. On now, I, had this wallet. I had this wallet and it was... It was broke. It was broke down. It was like kind of tore up. Yeah, you know, yeah, I had yeah. it for a while. I was single at the time. You know, I was running around single, and then I had I had this wallet. It was tore up. So yeah. I could, you know, me, first day we met, and we had been talking for two and a half hours. You know, hanging out, whatever. And she saw the uh, wallet sit on the table. She said, what the hell is that? <laughs> she said, "What the hell is that?" I said, "What? What are you talking about?" She said, "That wallet. You losing with that?" I said, "I put my finger." I said, first of all, with me, you never lose." Ooh. I said, second of all, second of all, I said, that's what, I said, that, that wallet, that shows consistency. Mm, shows huh. consistency. That's what you're going to get from me. Wow. You're going to get somebody who's going to be consistent for you every day. Mm -hmm. Really? Yes. Yeah, so basically, he says to her, like, um, this wallet shows that I am consistent. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sounds it sounded a bit corny. But... So. Uh -huh. <laughs> I will hold on to you. And, uh, you know, I will always love and cherish you. That is basically what he meant. Me personally, okay. Can I tell you what I believe? Mm -hmm. I believe that men don't vibe women. I think uh, women always are the ones who make the first move. Really? By the time you take your head to a chick and you... I hear take your head to a chick. And, and you're fatted to a chick and you're there giving her lines <laughs> and dropping her lyrics. Disguise. In her mind, she's thinking, aha, uh -huh, finally he has come. See, because prior to you approaching her, she already would have done things to grab your attention. Yeah. Maybe Maybe posted pictures in places where she would expect you to find them or if you guys operate within close vicinity uh, you know uh, then she would make sure to always sort of uh, make herself visible 
to you uh, or she would try to insert herself in your social circle. There's moves she's making quietly, the seeds she's planting. Uh, and uh, by the time you decide, okay, let me go holler at this girl. Trust me, she already saw it she, coming. Exactly. Is that true? That is very true. Especially, <laughs> and, and this is another example. Like if she comes to your house and you take her clothes off and it's matching underwear. Oh. She orchestrated everything. She orchestrated. Everything. So wait, so if she undresses and the bra is black and the, the, the knicker <laughs> is pink, then that wasn't she planned. Plan it. <laughs> that is all you. There you got lucky. <laughs> because if she comes when she's properly prepared that means she thoroughly thought about it and uh, she wanted that to happen but yeah. i do agree with that that women we always place ourselves in a position to be you know to make the guy think that he's the one who 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 chased us but yet we were just you know just placing crumbs uh-huh you know, clues <laughs> like a blind sheep yeah you just find your way <laughs> to this chick so and you think oh my lyrics because <laughs> why do you think because uh, why do you think like when your chick has like uh, lost interest in you like all the lyrics you can try to use they don't work, kind of work. because the mistake guys think is oh she fell in love with me because of my smooth lyrics no mm-hmm. The lyrics you are giving her was just her entertainment. She was just watching you just speak gibberish. She had already decided to give you. You know, ladies have a thing that we call okwetega. That is to strategize. So you have to properly place yourself in a position so that he can notice you or he can get attracted to, you know, the traits that he thinks he's attracted to. With yeah. Me. And we do it all the time. And I must admit, I also do it all the time. It's only one relationship of mine. It, it was actually my longest relationship. It lasted about eight years where I did not strategically position myself for him. It actually took him about six to eight months to actually get me because I was like, I leave me alone. I leave me alone. You didn't want. was very consistent. Hey. I was very consistent. Yeah. Now, those are the ones when they break your heart, they have literally ripped it out of your soul. You see, consistency pays. <laughs> Don't be calling us stalkers just because we called you five times a day. Hello? <laughs> I'm checking on you. Be consistent. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much, Sarah, for letting us know what's popping. You are listening to the Fat Boy Show here on your number one station, RX Radio. More great music continues. Stick around. What's popping?